This podcast is for the sales professionals at every level. If you want to convert more prospects into paying customers, then you're in the right place. Because Joe has spent the last three decades mastering buying behaviors, personality types, emotional and logical triggers. This is the Sales Genius Podcast. It's only a numbers game if you want educated. It's time to get educated. Let's go. Educated. Wanna learn how to close deals? Wanna learn how to sell more? That's what we're here for at Sales Genius. Let's go. Welcome to War Games. We will get you ready for your next sales opportunity. Are you looking to win the sales battle? You have joined the right team. Here on the War Games Group, we take the strategies and mindsets from the most successful salespeople and share it with you. With our help, you won't have to fail your way to the top. When it comes to crossing the minefield of sales, step in the footprints of those that crossed before you. Prepare yourself for boot camp and beyond. It's time for War Games to begin. Happy Wednesday. Welcome, War Gamers. Joe Ingram, your host. One of the things I'd like to say is instead of saying I'm excited today, I'm going to say I'm thrilled today to bring this guest trainer on, uh, Renee Zamora. I want to give you a little bit about Renee before we we bring him on and put him on the hot spot and say, teach us something. Uh, Renee himself is the president and the founder of Sales Manager Now. So what Sales Manager Now does is they are the ones that do uh, fractional sales management. So your company could say, I can't afford a full-time manager. I can't afford some of these high-level positions, but you can contact Renee and get somebody that will plug in and go forth in that role, but on a limited basis so that it, everybody wins and goes in. So it's a, it's a wonderful way to expand, build, scale your business, but do it where profit is still in mind and making sure you still have cash flow to go through. So we all we all understand that being in the world that we are as entrepreneurs, salespeople, having to build a brand and doing that. One of the things that attracted me to Renee was his desire to better himself. And a lot of you know, that's me too. The answer is, I'm always going to be someplace where I can learn something more. And so when it's let's learn something more so that we can put together a better human being, which means we'll get better results. So throughout Renee's life, his answer has been, let me go sell something so that I can then in turn invest in myself. So he's out investing in himself to say, hey, guess what? I'm going to become better. When he gets better, he sells more and he goes through. And one of the things that we had, he and I had discussed about is that while you're going through this self-improvement journey, right, what is it? that you need to know, have, right, or be, or even believe to in yourself to make sure that you are that kind of person. I'm going to bring Renee up just so he's not sitting in the back going, Joe, stop talking about me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so, loving it. I'm getting all tingly. Okay. <laughs> yes, fantastic. So I'll say switch with me, Renee. There you go. Now you get the big screen that's here. Right. So um, there's a, Ron Siegel's two senses. We just go into debt and there's no need for profit as a business owner. Yes. So, 
He's been listening to Grant Cardone too much going, good debt. It's all good debt. It's good debt. No, stop it. But as a business, cash flow is king and we need to do that. And if you are a self proprietor, a sole proprietor, then you need to be make sure you're doing that. But Renee, as I said before, one of the things that I like is that your goal is always to invest back in yourself. And you know, it, when you said it, I know we talked about a little bit about this the other day uh, when you were driving, but when you were saying it, I was just like thinking about this about a half hour ago. And, and I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm genuinely excited to be here. Uh, I mean, like emotionally excited and uh, I do lots of podcasts, but I, like I told you, this live thing is, this is the first one, you know, it's uh, anyway, right. we're not doing any edits here. Yeah. No, it's but, all you. It yeah. messes with your mind a little bit, you know? Right. And so, uh, so that's, it deals with all with the beliefs, but what I wanted to share about that was, you know, I didn't go to college. I went to one semester cause I played, played soccer, but I started going to personal improvement uh, workshops. So during those years that I would have been going to college, I was selling nice. and pay, paying for workshops that I was doing. My parents weren't paying for any of those workshops, but they were things like le- uh, leadership and success, go for it, uh, things about sound and how they impacted uh, how we relate to things, relationship workshops, the weekend mm-hmm. workshops, evening workshops. I volunteered there. When you were volunteering, you were selling. Um, but that's that's how that's what you know. I was choosing. I'm not saying I did it better than someone else. This is just my path. You know, I was choosing what I wanted to learn, uh, not knowing where it was going to take me. But right. it was beginning of my journey. And yes, I had to keep selling. I became a salesperson. Was just uh, the job I started doing um, in my career to start paying for things, and it had, you know never stopped until I started managing and then get my own business here. But I'm still selling. So it's yeah, I was going to say, we all are still selling all the time. Yeah. And so one of the things too was now for me, I got involved when I was 19, I got involved with Amway, mm-hmm. right? The soap multi-level company. And I will tell you, it was the most phenomenal personal development system out there. Yeah. And so at 19, I was making money, recruiting a team, doing all this, but that's just because they had what they called the tape of the week. Yes, they did. I was there. Right? Yeah. You were there. Okay, great. So that one cassette tape, and for you know, all the millennials that are listening, it was a little piece about the size of your phone that you would put into the slot in your dashboard, right? And it yeah. would it would play play whatever was on it. But um I used to drive like 50 miles one way to work and back, and it was all through Los Angeles traffic. Yeah. So I would pop that tape in on that first Tuesday when it came in. Right. I would get that tape and I would yeah. play it all week long because yeah, they right. said tape of the week. I didn't realize that most people just listen to it once and pop it out and say they're done. And so that was helping me going to events, doing all of that stuff. Right. And one of yeah. the your specialties is the belief. And what it did was it took a 19 year old that was, you know, had a sense of humor. But at that point to turn around and go, um, Hey, I want to, I think I'm better than what I'm actually putting out there. Yeah. Right. And it helps with the belief. And I know one of the things that your specialty is, is transforming beliefs. And I, one of the things I'll tell you that, um, what I hear a lot of, and I don't necessarily yeah. relate to it as well as the, uh, imposter syndrome. Okay. Right. So, yeah. And so that's Absolutely. where I'm telling people that I'm all this. 
Yeah. But I myself don't believe it. So my <laughs> actions are contrary to it. Right. And I and I get people all the time that whenever I'm I'm doing a show someplace, they're like, how do you handle the imposter syndrome? And I'm like, mm-hmm. um, don't be anything more than who you are. Right. I don't get it. But yeah. that's where they <laughs> they do. But um, my hopes is that now Ron Siegel, I will warn you, you know, Ron Siegel is my heckler because I okay. heckle him on his show. So he's got a, a nationwide radio show that he goes on. So I always throw my comments in. But he said it is the first time that someone's been excited and tingly to be with Jim. <laughs> <laughs> if that tells you how this relationship that Ron. I'm, and love, I have, I'm loving Ron. Ron, keep heckling him. Leave me alone, though, okay? Yeah. <laughs> we'll get you on Ron's radio show and we'll put you out there so you can talk to a whole bunch of people about sales manager now. But yeah. that's what we have. So we've already got one comment that says awesome content. And I'm, I'm going to take credit for that because you haven't said a lot, Renee. So I'm going to say it was all me. So <laughs> okay. there. Hey, I'm a good listener, man. So you right. know, if you, if yes, you do the you show for me and, it, and everyone loves it, I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> that's great. That's great. Yes. So perfect. So um, if you would summarize everything you went through for, you know, again, like the two, three, four minute version. And then let's talk about, again, the development you went through, the the way to build beliefs and then how you would help somebody instill the right beliefs there. OK, um, hmm. when you say everything I went through. So I'm saying like you went as far as like you started, you said, hey, look, I just started selling. You started yeah, a little right. bit of your yeah. your history sure. and then I cut you off because, you sure. know. No, yeah, no problem there. So I, mean, I started door to door, you know, selling. And so that's just what was sales was. You know, there was a job that said two hundred dollars a week guaranteed. And like that was going to cover my rent and whatever else. Sorry, guys. Prices were a lot better back then. (laughs) Anyway, so I jumped in and, you know, it was uh, you got a little training in the room and you got a box of pictures and they someone showed you how to go sell these pictures door to door and, you know, show them on the wall and get people excited and do all that. But one of the beliefs I got out of that right away was that, like, you know, you, you, you never know what's behind the door. You know, because you could prejudge everything, right? Oh, this beautiful building with all these nice offices. This is where I'm going to sell a lot. Skunked. You know, this old shack in some construction, you know, old industrial area. You know, three people in there that have all the time in the world and just buy your whole box from you. But you were thinking this isn't a good place, you know. So just that that belief like, you know, don't prejudge anything. Go. So that's where the, I think some of the um, new beliefs that supported my goals. And today, when I talk about negative beliefs, the de- definition of that to me is if they're, if your beliefs are not supporting your goals in life. Okay. So for an example, for me today, I was telling Joe, it's like, man, I think I was nervous two days ago. I was nervous today. Why? Because my beliefs were getting in me about like, you're not going to deliver what they want. Uh, it's not going to come across good. So those were my self-talk. My beliefs were there. And uh, fortunately, my wife who always sees me come out of these things excited and happy. She goes like, you're going to be great. You're going to be great. And it's like, so she was like replugging in the belief I needed. But it's powerful. What we are thinking or what we're believing affects our emotions, our thoughts. And then the most important thing it does is affects our actions. And uh, so when we're in front of a client, if we don't, if we don't believe they have the money, we're going to start talking to them differently. You know, if we uh, don't believe we have all the information, we're going to start 
kind of manipulating the conversation a little bit differently rather than just being transparent. Like I have, have all the information I have and I don't have the information I don't have. Okay. So let's have a conversation, you know, quit trying to guess if your information is good enough or bad enough. You'll, the proof will be in the pudding, but at the moment, how are you uh, behaving? So I think in my life, just like everyone's life, we all go through life circumstances every day. Right. And it's just up to us if we want to choose to see, like, I think I want a different outcome, you know, and what can I do about that? And what I, I don't know, something, I think a lot of people realize this, but if you haven't yet, you know, the most powerful uh, change agent is like right here, you know, and trying to change everyone else around me, it, it doesn't happen so easy, but it's a miracle when I can change who I am how much everyone else acts a little differently. <laughs> Absolutely. You're the only consistent thing throughout every scenario you're in. And so I just talked to somebody the other day who was giving that list of excuses, right? Yeah. Well, you understand I'm here. I'm in this situation because blah, blah, blah. And I started laughing and I said, just time out. There's somebody who's been through that too, that has become successful because of it and not a failure because of it. Yes. And so don't try to to do that. And I believe you've seen it a lot, too, that people justify their own internal self-sabotage. Yes. Have to. And then and then when they do that. So I look at that. There's something about that. And the reason we do is because our our beliefs. Okay, what we believe about us, about the world, about everything is true. (laughs) I was about to say that's true, but that would just not <laughs> make sense right it's, now. But it's, yeah. it's so true to us that if we're not getting something, I mean, our our belief is the right one. You know what I mean? Uh, but the, the reality is we can change it at any time if we choose to. And so either justify what you have. If it's working for you, keep justifying because that's a good thing. If it's not working for you, then consider changing it. And that's what we're going to talk about today. Good. My next question was, how do I go about changing these beliefs? Okay. It's going to be so simple, right? And so before I give you the three easy steps, because they're going to be so simple, I'm going to give you these three easy steps. And the most challenging thing about this particular show and and speaking about this topic is because the steps are so easy, but they are so difficult. Um, Because uh, when I show them to you, the, the writing down is like, okay. That sounds easy, but the difficulty is going to be in the searching. So what I wanted to do is... Um, Ron Siegel would like to make sure his wife watches the show because your wife is very supportive. So he's, <laughs> well, she I always would... wants to change him. Yeah, so, yeah, I got it. No, I totally get that. You know, I that's the one it. time you can do it, try to change the other person. But I also will tell you that doesn't work either. It doesn't <laughs> work, yeah. <laughs> okay. Just text her the link and say, um, Joe and Renee asked, wanted you to get get your feedback on this and then that way you'll have that all right i want to give you so in in my chapter three of my book it's on beliefs my book is part-time sales management and uh written by me it's written for small business owners who are managing their sales team so they might have one or three salespeople. it's called part-time because i go over how we manage and they can manage in 10 to 20 hours a month and be more effective at managing their sales team if they just follow this but they first have to get their beliefs in line about their salespeople. And so I'm going to read these takeaways because this is kind of the takeaways that uh, some of the takeaways you'll get uh, today 
And so negative beliefs are any beliefs that trigger behaviors in us that work against our goals we desire to reach. Negative beliefs about sales and sales employees have been developed over time and appear to us as the truth. Beliefs act as a mental filter in which we view actions and events, thus providing a prejudice uh, perspective. And negative beliefs regarding sales employees will work against the investment you are making in them. And negative beliefs about customers and clients and prospects or leads are also working against the investment you're giving in them. Uh, Salespeople always have a judgment on the type of leads, similar to the walking down the street. Uh, Changing actions and attitudes and behaviors to support a new belief will require a truly incorporate that new belief into your thought processes. A few more here. You don't have to wait for others to change in order for you to change. And any belief can change anytime you choose it. And the question to ask yourself regarding your beliefs is, are my beliefs supporting my goals and the life I want? If not, consider using the three-step process I'm going to show you right now to change them. And uh, beautiful, give you the example example of uh, what wasn't supporting um, just in personal life, forget sales or anything like that. So Carolyn and I are been happily married for 38 years and at moments unhappily married, as most marriages are that last that long. Okay. And so part of it was- You got married when you were seven? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, okay, good. That must not have been, Ron didn't text that to you or chat that to no, you? No, but Ron said the, the takeaway he got was that it doesn't work when you make them watch it to learn. Yeah, you can't get them to learn for themselves. Yes. So. <laughs> right. So anyway, so we went through some counseling too. And what happened was, because we were having conversational conflict where tri- triggers, I know anyone's been married long enough, you know, it, you're going to have triggers that make you act stupid. But you seem seem like you're acting logical, but you're really stupid to the other person and they're dumb back to you. But you justify your positions and you get into an argument and you don't even know why over slicing onions or tomatoes or, you know, how you shop shop or where you should park the car. Um, Anyways, those things were starting to get us. And it was just like no fun. We just get to a reactive place where it's like, what the heck? This isn't supporting my goal. I want to change this. And so this counselor was really cool in that she had us... um, listen to each other and about, you know, what was going on with us during these times. So rather than me saying, well, when I said this, you made me feel this way. What we were kind of sharing was kind of, you know, it's kind of like some deep counseling, you know, going back to childhood stuff and where our root, you know, uh, the roots were in our behavior. But what came out of it was a greater empathy instead of thinking Carolyn doesn't like me right now. You know, she doesn't respect me. Bah, bah, bah. I'm thinking now the belief has shifted in these moments. It's been very powerful. It's like she loves me and she reacts different. She And she has this childhood reaction thing that happens when I act this way. You know, it's no longer her reaction being about me being bad or wrong or I did something wrong. It's like, you know, she loves me and she's got her stuff going on. And you know, she's seen me that way, too, because she now knows my stuff. And it's really hard to change some things in life. That's just it. Um, and so uh, but so sometimes when you can't change your behaviors, if you have a partner who can understand where they're coming from and that they aren't a threat, uh, it really is powerful. So this little personal thing that we went through that actually we're proud of, you know, and uh, a lot of times people talk about counseling is like, I don't know, you shouldn't go. But, man, if you 
be like, go and go. <laughs> right. I so, think Jamie needs anyways, help because Jamie's Jamie said something about it's like how to install a light bulb. So evidently she's had some arguments in her house about how to install a light bulb. But That's right. Ron and then you're just going right. happy that he's been married for three happy years out of 35. So he, he's, he's considering that a win. It's almost 10%. Okay. Well, hey. I mean, Ron, I think, you know, that's the way to go, man. Like, you know, you got a lot of upsides. That's what they say about athletes. You know, hey, this guy's got a lot of upsides, okay? <laughs> Maybe the next 35 years will be a flip-flop. <laughs> okay. All right, so let's take a look here. I was sharing, Joe, this new board I have. It's a Samsung thing. It's called a flip. And it's, uh, you know, you can write on it. Oops. Like this. You can erase on it. So, anyways, it's kind of cool. I love it. So, change the board change MVP. results. <laughs> change, change it's our if you want to change your belief you want to change your results it's really your choice so let me just uh see what else i have on here what are the three steps okay so it's basically this you're going to identify any the negative beliefs you have and your act the actions related to those beliefs this is the most difficult part by the way because we never think we have negative beliefs like i said our our beliefs are true they're good they're they're justified. It's what we believe. Um, well, you, I don't I, have any wrong beliefs. Right. Exactly. We'll just start gonna, right there. I'm gonna. So this we're gonna spend a little bit of time learning how to find that. Okay. Because okay. that's the most difficult part. If you can't find that, there's nothing to change. Um, number two, choose the new. Choose your new belief, and write it down. Give you a, just a simple one. You know, um, my friend calls me, uh, you're on Zamora time because I tend to be sometimes just a couple minutes late when I'm meeting him for beer, you know? And right. um, and so before I used to get like, so if I'm starting to, when I used to go out for more appointments and I'm getting ready and I'm pushing it at my office, I'm all, always multitasking and the time's getting short. All of a sudden my beliefs, my self-talk and beliefs were going like, I'm going to be late. I'm going to be late. I'm going to be late. And while I'm thinking that and believing that, there's anxiety and anxiety and, and, and my behaviors just start acting toward a result of late. And so there was one day I just heard myself saying that. And I said, geez, it's not what you want to be. Um, and uh, I mean, I wasn't going to change all my habits of like, I'm always going to leave 15 minutes early and never be late. You know, okay, sure. Okay, good luck on that one. If you're good at that, amen. You're awesome. I'm not. And um, so how can I, I was trying to change, I want to be on time and I want to change the feelings of the anxiety going on in me when that's happening. So I started realizing like, oh, I have to hurry up to be on time. <laughs> I need to hurry up to be on time. I need to hurry up. Okay. So whenever those, that little trigger was in me, I'd be like, I need to hurry up and be on time. And, you know, I, I pretty much went through the same routine, but my experience got better in for whatever reason, I was on time more, okay? And so it was just a change in my perspective of the current circumstance of a belief. So how I found the belief or self-talk, however you want to put it, is I saw the actions and emotions that were related to it that weren't working for me. So that's what you need to find out. Another way to find out something from a sales standpoint, if you notice you can't find time to do the prospecting you plan on, um, the uh, the referral requests that you plan on, um, 
you know, those types of things, because, you know, customers, need, your, your existing customers need you, you know, they've been calling you and, uh, you know, that, that that proposal needs to be polished up a couple more times before you present it because you want to win that deal. Let's um, be busy you know, instead of productive. Busy yeah. instead of productive. But so the result, the action is if you're hearing yourself, the action is I'm not getting to my prospecting that I, I believe I should be doing. I, I think I should be doing it. It's on my plan and I don't tend to get to it. And you have all the justifications for it. Okay, but your goals require you to do that. There's probably a, you probably need to be honest and say there's a negative belief associated with it. Like prospecting's hard. Prospecting's no fun. Um, you know, um, I do, I believe I'm better than that. <laughs> you know, uh, you, there's some beliefs that you have to own up to, to decide, because they are, they are the ones keeping you from doing that work. That's why conveniently other things come into play and you don't get there. Cause if like prospecting was like the most fun thing you wanted to do and um, you know, you would like put that other stuff away <laughs> and go do that. Okay. So, so what do you do with that? You have to decide first off, if you're not going to do it, then buy someone to do it. If you need to do it, <laughs> if you need it done, then pay for it. Okay. Uh, or pay for some marketing or whatever, but let's just say, no, it's your job as a salesperson. You were hired to do this. You were hired to find, find new leads. Okay. Not just wait for referrals, but find new leads or get referrals. You got to choose a new belief there. So what are we going to do with that new belief? It could be, oh, I don't know, someone, Ron, help me out here. What do you, what do you got? Joe, anyone? What what might a new belief be? So if it comes down to the fact that if I can see the result that I want, right, and I look at it and say, I hate the prospecting part because there's so many no's and it's so wrong or I, I don't feel good when I do it, the belief has to change that this is going to be something that allows me to do what I do love, which is the selling part and the, the actual talking with the person interacting because, yeah. because that would put it in that if I, if, if I enjoy prospecting, I'm always meeting new people and I can always provide more value to those people. But if I look at it as work, like you yeah. were saying, right, I would have to redefine that, but I'm going to tell you, that's really hard. Yeah. People to look at. Right. And what you were saying, I wrote down. Right. So your actions are related. And one of the things I was thinking about as you started saying, look, oh, I'm going to be late. I'm going to be late. I'm going to be late. Yeah. Right. You you will make a wrong turn. Because your brain says, oh, man, we're going to get there on time, but <laughs> yeah. you don't want to be late. You're going to turn down an alley and go, oh, no, now I am late because I turned here and did that. But yeah. nobody ever thinks about the body following the thought. Yeah. Right. And inside yeah. your brain is that belief that you keep perpetrating and going through. But yeah, yeah. no, I, I think that makes a lot of sense. I think what what you say right there I, uh, earlier about uh, the prospecting belief is like, so what about processing for, for me? If I'm going to change, I was going to like, you know what? I love meeting new people. You know what I mean? I love having conversations. Forget about trying to win someone over. Just like, you know, I enjoy having conversations. Prospecting allows me to have new conversations with people. So that's, you know, and because the truth is we don't turn anyone <laughs> into a lead until we start a conversation, right? And then at that point, you might be able to see if there's 
an opportunity to move it into a sales sales cycle. So I think the same thing with uh, if you're doing prospecting through email, through LinkedIn, through through phone, through in person. I mean, just the first decision that person has to make is, do I want to converse with this person? And when I think about that, it's like a lot of people like to converse with me. It's like they enjoy conversing with me. So it's like that. I don't know how to I don't know how to translate this. Joe I was talking to someone, the other, uh, a new green rep the other day and trying to say is like, you know, I can't tell you this, but if you really believe people want to talk to you and that you have a good you know, they would enjoy that time. It's going to translate into your message. I don't know what it is, but I might give you the perfect template for me and you'll send it off. But that energy you have, it does something to it. It doesn't deliver the same result as I, I get uh, because my belief is, of course, they want to talk to me. Why wouldn't they? <laughs> you know, and and I'll, I'll throw out as well, though. But again, if you are finding yourself not relating to people, it's because your belief is contrary to the words coming out of your mouth. Correct. That comes up there. And Ron brought up a good point. Does anyone really want to talk with Joe? So it's just what it is. I, I have to do my own show just to get people to talk with me. And so. But, Ron, I can't answer that question. We've just met this week. So I don't know. I'm just getting to know him. We're in the, yeah, in he the hasn't learned yet right that it, he's got to go the other way. Yeah. So. So let me uh, so let me to, to kind of get to point two, keep on point two here. I was taught this a long time ago. I want to give um, some props to Roger Allen and Preston Pond. Uh, Twenty years ago, when I started consulting, I was doing high performance leadership and team training, and got some cool cool uh, training material and got certified through these guys. These guys are like pros on changing big organizations, NASA, different companies like that, on how to change their whole organization. And, you know, what they basically showed me, the simple thing, this belief, our beliefs are, um, you know, kind of our mentor filter or a paradigm on how we view the world. So, you know, if this is like, uh, you know, uh, life, you know, we're, we're, we're seeing it through our filter and that filter creates the feelings and thoughts and then it results in our actions and behaviors. And this is where the rubber meets the road, right? I mean, we can think and believe all we want, but the end of the day it's what what do we do with that and, and when right. i say actions and behaviors actions could be not doing something actions could be not saying doing nothing something. is still an action yes yes no reply is still a reply yeah there you go absolutely and if it's a con but you want it to be a conscious one you know it's one you want right. it to be your choice and a lot of times when we have negative beliefs it's almost like we're a little bit out of control and we don't even know it because we're just reacting to this other, other belief that got rooted in us some, at some time. For me, becoming a business owner, sales was easy for me, but becoming a business owner, making a decision to have a consultancy actually become a business where, you know, I bring clients in for other consultants, not just be, you know, a solopreneur. I mean, that's not, that's not an easy gig and I'm not doing a franchise model, but it's not an easy gig and it's, but it's something different. But one of the reasons it wasn't easy is my line of family members were, you know, we were small business guys, restaurant owners, realtors, you know, folks, we always kind of, my uncles and dad always had businesses, but there were smaller businesses and nothing global or anything like that. And so actually, you know, actually talked to some other lady that was uh, deals with thinking and stuff and, 
you know, I, I told her, I said, I know I have small thinking, thinking beliefs regarding what I can bring to the business world. I know that about me. I, I feel it. And I want you to help me with that and deal with it uh, because I want, because I believe I have more to offer. And I don't want my beliefs to limit that. And I know it's a reality that they, they possibly can, you know? And so, so th this is huge right now, what you just brought forth. And thank you for sharing it because I believe that so many people have this issue that I believe there's more in me to give. But when you look at the, the, the feeling, the feeling is that, but the actions and behaviors aren't that. So, so then there has to be another belief, right? That says I'm not good enough or I'm not going to get there or it, it, I, I'm going to fail or maybe I'm not. So is it that we are trying to actually fake ourselves into it and we say, I believe that I have so much more for the world because our actions don't back it up. So where... I'd say it's this. When I said I think I can offer more of the world, that's kind of more. That's separate than associated with my action. That's a kind of like a dream and what I'd want, right? So that's like that's like I want a goal I'd want. But then I have. But then what you're saying is like, okay, then we have to do something about it, right? It's when you get into the doing is when these other you know other beliefs about like I'm a I'm a Zamora small business owner guy. We don't we don't do big business. You know what I mean? It's like right. it's one of those things. And so now that when I get into my actions and those beliefs, oh shoot, man, I don't measure up to these guys. They got degrees. Oh, this guy's got a built, you know, half a million, five hundred million dollar business. Oh, those guys, that that website looks way bigger than mine. Oh, geez, you know, all those thoughts that justify that old belief. But the new belief is like, no. I have something to offer people and I'm going to build my business to last beyond me. You know, and, and I, and I kind of gave up on the timeline, you know, before it's like, Oh, a retirement age or whatever. It's like, I mean, I hope I can go <laughs> as long as people are, as long as I'm relevant and have an influence, I'm going to be going. What's that? Right. Changes? Agreed. It's time to go influence something else. Like the, the water where the fish are. Uh, right. But, but the, uh, but the, um, uh, the, the result is good, you know, but my belief is like, no, you can, I, I can do it. I know this, you know, and I know I'm working on that track, but I had to acknowledge the limit to be able to expand it. Does it mean I'm going to be like some billionaire? No, but I'm, but I believe I'm going to be bigger than what I uh, would have been without confronting it. Okay. So be a billionaire. It's okay too. It's okay right. too. Yeah, if that so, happens, that's cool. And one of the things that I that I love because that was another example that you you threw out for me was that, um, and one of the other trainers that I work with, I was talking with him and I said somebody came in. I had a client, and the guy said, "Can I double my money if I follow what you are teaching?" And I said, um, "You absolutely can." And he said. How do you know that? You don't even know what I'm doing now. I said, I know you're you're in sales. And I know, just like you had brought up, you choose to ignore the prospecting part and try to do the just work with the, the people you have. And I said, so I believe if you followed what I'm telling you, you can double your income. So when I came back to the company to train, again, the manager said, after your training, boom, he took off. Yeah. And he goes, and then he just stopped. And I was like, what? So I went and talked to him 
and it was four months into the year. And I walk in, he hugs me and says, this is so great, dude. Everything you told me, it was true, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, that's great. And then he said to me, he was like, I said, well, why are you stopping? And he said, I've already doubled my income <laughs> like that. And I stopped and I looked at him and I, I, I just leaned forward and I said, double it again. Yeah. But what happened was he took the limiting belief of I'm only worth this much money. And then he borrowed my confidence, right, to say, yes, you can double it. So then he doubled it. And when he doubled it, that doubling was the next limiting belief. Yes, yes. Right? And like you just said, when you said, am I going to be a billionaire? No. But again, you could buy a lotto ticket and become a billionaire. Right? right? Absolutely. Powerful. Yeah. And so, but we just don't know how it's going to come to that point yet. And, and I'll, I'll be okay with, you know, several hundred million dollars too. I'm not yeah. going to be mad at it, but, right. you know, potentially what's there. So at least doubling is a better belief than double and stop. And, and so here's something for, um, for managers, leaders, they're working with teams. What you just said, you get, you gave the, per, you loaned them a belief of yours and that person ran with it and owned it and made it his. I've done the same thing. I remember someone selling X amount and saying, well, why don't you sell this amount? And, oh, really? Okay. <laughs> you know, they, they just yeah. even know, like, they could go for a higher goal. I'm serious. Go ahead and give them a higher goal. You don't have, it doesn't have to be a punitive thing. Have them be something they're excited to go for and show them your belief in them that they could hit that goal. And you'll help them discover a new belief about, about themselves. Um I was something that came to my mind when I was telling you I was cold calling early. Oh, by the way, I didn't just cold call my whole life. You know, I kind of moved up the corporate right. ladder. You've evolved. Yes. <laughs> I've evolved. Somebody and, let but, you come inside. Yes. <laughs> no more door knocking. But I will tell you, I mean, it's weird. It's really odd that those are some of my fondest memories. I don't know why. I mean, I was crazy. You know, I did crazy stuff, got kicked out of buildings and had fun and did that. Oh, I'm not soliciting. Well, what are you doing? I'm, you know, do my pitch again. Oh, I'm not. Soli-. You know, just that it was right. like it was comedic and um, it was fun to be, uh, a, I don't know, a early, a young salesperson just having a blast out there. Right. I'm not uh, selling. Right. Like, I just want to let you know there's a cobweb right here by your door. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> yeah. But the good thing is I have a painting that would look great in your house. There you go. What are we on time? What are we, how are we on time, Joe? Uh, we're doing okay. I'm okay with continuing a little bit longer. Let's All right. Let me see here. What I, got here. So, I want to learn more. Renee, okay. come on. Uh, that's the same. That's the same. Okay. So I think th- those slides were, were pretty much what I had. Uh, what do I have over here on my other notes? Um, oh, asking so, for, refer- asking I, for referrals. Ask how, how do I change the belief? So I'm looking at it, right? And I got the yeah. list. I identify my negative belief. How do I do that? Because my actions related to what I'm doing is contrary to what I'm saying I want, which yes. means somewhere there's an internal conflict that's coming through. So then I choose a new belief. Okay. So now I'm saying I would rather do this. So even with me, which when I love prospecting, but determine a new action. So can we jump on number three a little sure. bit to say, how do I now make it part of it, right? Sure. Like okay. one of my slogans is um, action cures everything. Yes. And sometimes you have to act your way into a new belief. You right. Know? 
Yeah, I don't tell people fake it till you make it. I tell them believe it till you achieve it. Okay. Right. And so that way, because if you fake it, people know. (laughs) Faking's no good. Um, But action, when I'm saying action is good, and sometimes actions will help you change your beliefs because you get out there and realize, oh, it's, you know, you remind yourself, oh, it's not as bad as I was telling myself, (laughs) you know, just kind of reinforce that. So where do you do? So you have this new belief. So let's say, um, okay, I was going to mention referrals. Okay. So everyone, you know, wants more referrals and everyone's got the, oh yeah, I just, uh, people, I get referrals, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So does everybody eventually, Mm -hmm. okay. Some more than others, but you know, how often do you ask for referrals and how, eloquently and professionally do you ask to actually help someone think if they know someone that they could introduce you to, or do you just do the like, and you know, here's my card and have them pass them around for me and send me some referrals. Feel free to throw these all away when you get back to wherever you're at. Yes. So the, so the belief is there's, there's negative beliefs about, um, you know, don't want to rock the boat. You know, you know, you're making money there. You're asking for something they're not asking from you. It's not really their need. It's your need. Um, you know, that uh, early on in the process, I, I coach people to ask for uh, referral introductions before someone even buys from them. And so my belief is that people will introduce, people want to help me if they like me. <laughs> Are they like the, not like me, if they like the experience they have with me and they find it of some value. Correct. Most of the belief out there is that the value is what we deliver of what we sell. If you sell software, it's once they experience the software that they will then get their value and then they'd be willing to refer, you know? So, but the truth is when, how I relate to someone in my initial email, through my initial phone call, introduction meeting, demo, if you hear things like, wow, that was really informative. I really like that. You know, you, you really, t- um, oh, really? So what, what made it good for you? That demo, the demonstration meeting we just had. Well, I don't know, you listened to my questions. You answered what I wanted. You didn't bore me with a bunch of things I didn't need. It's like, I'm glad. That's what I was trying to do. So I tell you what. Can we switch this conversation for me to, anyways, I go into my asking for an introduction thing. Right. Let me get back to the belief thing. So if you believe, so, so now if I identify, I, I'm not getting, I'm not asking for referrals. I'd say I will, but I really don't. Um, and then because I don't believe it's the right time, I need to earn more trust. Uh, I've asked them last month or whatever it might be. So it's keeping you there. So what, so now I'm going to change my belief that says, People want to help me because they value how I relate to them and what we deliver them. And so, all right. So now I have the belief. Now, what's my action going to be? So my action is going to be is like ask more often, ask appropriately and more often because people want to help me. Okay. So, all right. So then, then I'm going to, then I'm going to define what that asking is. Joanne Black, who wrote the book, No More Cold Calling, really kind of helped me understand a good format for asking, you know, it's like confirm that value, even if it's just how I interacted, even in my email approach, <laughs> you know, or whatever. Confirm, yeah. confirm the value. Explain who you want to meet. The you know, characterize, define your ideal uh, next introduction, and then do this. This is the magic, I think. 
ask the person if they know one or two people. Rather than do you know anyone, ask if they know one or two people that they could that would enjoy experiencing a similar uh, dem- type of demonstration. You know what I mean? That you know might look at our service but would enjoy the experience you had and feel like they were served. You know, so you bring them right back to there and well, doesn't it doesn't guarantee you a referral, but I tell you what, you'll get more <laughs> than if you don't. Right. Well, again, what I like is the one or two because that's not daunting, right? And so when I hand you five or six of my cards, that's implying go find five or six of your people, which is a huge ask yep. of me, right? I like that you said you're doing it beforehand, so before they even bought, which means you could end up with a paying client that you got from a non-sale. Yes. You're just so, wanting introductions to more people from other people. Right. <laughs> and, and you got to take away the fact that give me a referral that is ready to buy. A lot of people think that's, that's why I don't like to use the word referral. I use introductions. Hey, can I switch gears here and ask? Yeah. I, wanted, I wanted to ask you about someone you could introduce me to. Would that be okay to to talk about that? Yeah, sure. good transition. And then yes. you go into then you go into the ask, and uh, if they don't, they don't. No problem. Move on. Okay, I'm going to make myself bigger only because I don't have my glasses on, so I have no idea. So they're sitting over on the side. So I'm like, hey, let's go through this. So one of the things um, that when you said this, so one of the things that triggered in my head, right, not negatively, but um, they they popped up was when you said. I need to get, when I said, how do you determine the actions? One of the things you can ask yourself, which is how would somebody who has this belief act? I like that. And so if you could outline what it looks like, then now I'm, I'm kind of tricking my brain into saying, well, if I do these things. So today, if I sat down and I did ABC and those ABC is defined as somebody who has this belief, then I legitimately just validated it to my own brain. Yes. And so I now I, now I, my actions match, which means what? That's, that's the endorphin hit when I realize it, right? Because I'm the guy who starts a checklist and the first box I put on there, it says create checklist. So I can check it off and get that endorphin rush and okay. then I'll start adding things, right? I used to put like the second one was, add something under this one, right? Just so I can add something and check it off. But that's what I look at. But I, I think like, that's what, what, I, what, I heard, what I heard you say is, in, uh, is, you know, think of someone, you know, what someone would do that believed like that. You might have to think outside yourself. And I love that because, because uh, if, uh, if your own, your new, when you choose that new belief, if it's not changing any emotions or thoughts in you, then you're just trying to come up with an, <laughs> affirmation that you ain't buying okay Correct. so you, you you need to have that and if you still can't get it i think if it does hit you like oh yeah if i thought that way i think the actions will come but if it's not coming i like your idea there think of someone else and then see if it gets going because guys we we have to you, you got to be in believe you have to get invested in it. it has to become a belief not just an affirmation and uh, i believe when i say Hurry up, be on time. I believe that now will help me be on time. It's 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 rooted in me. It's not just the words I say that helps right. me get there. You know. Well, 
And again, too, I'm going to add to what Renee was saying was that when I say I need to hurry up to be on time, when you get there on time, acknowledge it to yourself Mm. and say, look, I'm on time. And then once you do this enough times, then the word always can drop in. Yes. I'm always on time, but you've demonstrated and go right back to number three, which was his actions, right, are are in alignment with the belief you wanted at, back at number one, right? Number yep. one, you would no longer have a bad belief. So it would be a good belief, which means you skip right down and say, these are the actions of my good belief. So I'm always on time. I'm oh, yeah. always on time, right? You know why I'm always on time? Because I hurry like Renee, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, so that would be that would to me would be the best way to do it because, right? Yeah, uh, that's what I look at. And then uh, we threw who was here going now? Nah, I think it's Tom. Tom said belief does not equal affirmation. Right. Correct. It's right. True. You could use affirmations to help you, de- you know, get to that belief, but they aren't the belief. Yes. The belief is deep. So Ron, Ron said, is that Joe is the guy at the bus stop bench talking to himself? It's true. And I have my own car, which is kind of odd that I choose bus benches to actually talk to myself. But yeah. I find less people interrupt me. So, but that's, that's true. But, <laughs> Renee, true. Uh, thank you so much for coming on the show. And I'm going to reiterate what, what Renee said, because if you look at those three things behind his head, you're going to say, you know, that's really simple, right? But he told us in the beginning, it's really simple, but it's not easy, right? Right. This is, this is going in with intent to become a better person. And like Renee does, like I do, Ron doesn't, but we invest in ourselves, okay? Ron, so, Ron can help point out the negative beliefs in others. Right, right. We, he he brings value, a lot of value in that capacity because because Ron will point out and go, look at that. And I'll be like, well, great. I got to change that belief about myself. So, but no, I, I thank you so much, Renee. I appreciate you. How do people get in touch with you? It's easy. Uh, so if you think about what you said, fractional sales management. So if you're a small business owner and you need a sales manager now, just go type in sales manager now. That's my company nice. name, and we'll provide you a sales manager now. Uh, I put and a link one, to your book in both places on every place that went out, so everybody can see that. That's great. And um, just you can book a meeting with me, or if you just want to chat about this. The other thing I was going to mention, Joe, is that help. Uh, sometimes you need someone else to help you find that negative belief. It can come out a lot quicker. Some working with you, working with me, working with any other coach or counselor you know around I you. I say bug Renee. Bug Renee. That's yeah, what okay. I'm telling yeah, it's you. Fine. We'll help you find it quickly, but then it'll be uh, your your job to do the work of doing it. I'll just help you find it. <laughs> okay. Perfect. Renee, thank you so much. I do appreciate you. So for everybody else that's still with us on there and watching on the replays, this is the time that you go out and sell something. Thanks. This is the Sales Genius Podcast. It's only a numbers game if you want educated. It's time to get educated. Educated. Want to learn how to close deals. Want to learn how to sell more. That's what we're here for. At Sales Genius. Let's go.